0: Bye, apocalypse is here. It's the most miserable time of year. Last week, we had Atlanta, the Jets, New Orleans, San Francisco on buy. This week, Chargers, Minnesota, Jacksonville, Pittsburgh, Dallas, Buffalo. Painful. Ten teams on buy from Week 6 and 7, and it's hitting the hardest with those teams. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Delvin Cook, Austin Eckler, Thielen, Jefferson, Najee, Zeke, Cooper Lamb. You, it's loaded. You're losing everybody this week. So on this week's Fastest 15 Minutes in Fantasy, Undercovered Ops with Cody Carpentier. You can find me on Twitter at NFL. We're going to take you through a couple of teams that actually are playing. A couple tomorrow night, a couple this weekend. Something, some things that aren't as painful as these bye weeks. The Giants and Browns also, they're basically on bye with all the injuries they've been taking on. Rolling out Dearness Johnson, Case Keenum, Dante Pettis. In Cleveland, I'm staying away from the one-week fill-in, earnest six-point Johnson. I don't want any part of this. He's going to roll him out there. He's not going to catch any passes. He's going to rush for 40, 50, maybe 60 yards against the Denver Broncos who have a stout front, and they're not going to be very happy either. They just come off a loss to the Raiders. They got blown out. That Denver front's going to come back, and it's going to be a battle in Cleveland. It's going to be an ugly, ugly game on Thursday Night Football. If you really need someone that's not talented, that can catch a ball, outside of Demetric Felton, whom we've talked about many times on this show before. What about John Kelly, right? What about John Kelly, who was with the Rams, right? John Kelly was a pretty decent player at Tennessee, but he's at least somewhat athletic. Dearness Johnson runs a 4'9". He is the definition of a donkey. John Kelly, 5'10", 216, good size, 25 years old, six-round pick. Best comparable... Now, this one's outside the box. Dearness Johnson's the Nick Chubb replacement, right? Nick Chubb's going to be back next week. Nick Chubb's going to get a couple weeks of that bell role. role, But outside of Demetrius Felton, that's John Kelly. The best comparable for John Kelly is Kareem Hunt on playerprofighter.com. Think about that one. He's going to be filling in that exact role. They just activated him from the practice squad. 84th percentile college dominator, 95th percentile college target share, John Kelly I had him in a couple very, very, very deep leagues in, in Dynasty. I'm talking about the 55-man league that I'm in. I have John Kelly. I had John Kelly. I cut him the last two years because he did not done anything. He didn't do anything last year. He played one game in 2019. John Kelly is he's just sticking around. And he 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 found a spot in this Cleveland practice squad last year. And now this year the opportunity's there. Chubb's down, Hunt's down. And I think John Kelly's actually better than Dearness Johnson. And all you're going to need to know is one opportunity, all he needs is one play where he bursts through and he's going to make that 15, 16-yard run, and then Dearness is going to be like, whoa, why Dearness, why are you going to look at the box score and it's going to be like, why Dearness only end up with 11 carries? Well, first off, Demetric Felton is, we've talked about this before, he's a poor man's Curtis Samuel, Cordero Patterson type, he's that small. But John Kelly's going to be the guy that can take that bulk of carries, and you're going to be surprised on Friday morning when you open up that box score and John Kelly is the leading rusher for the Browns. Let's go on to Chicago, though. We've talked about Khalil Herbert before. I made a tweet the other day. You can find me on Twitter, at carpentierNFL. NFL. Khalil Herbert finished with 52 snaps. That's 85%. David Montgomery, his season high was 82%. Herbert had 19 carries. David Montgomery's season high was 23. He ran 19 routes. Montgomery's season high was 16. He had three targets. Montgomery's season high was four. And he had 19.2 fantasy points. Montgomery's season high is 22.6. Khalil Herbert finished with 112 total yards in a touchdown. Hey, you could thank me all you want, but like three weeks ago, that was the guy we got for free when everybody else was out there paying six, seven hundred bucks, 60, 70% fab on Damian Williams. Khalil Herbert's the dude. And as long as Montgomery's not in the lineup, it's going to continue to be Khalil Herbert. And even if you say, well, Damian Williams is going to be back this week or next week after COVID, there's a reason that Damian Williams opted out last year because he was he didn't really want to deal with COVID. Now he's got COVID. We don't know how he's going to come back from this. I hope all the best of luck. But Khalil Herbert, even with him in the lineup, they had the same amount of carries. I like like Khalil Herbert going forward until Montgomery's back. Tampa Bay this week, yuck. At receiver, Mooney, Robinson, Komet. 25 routes for Mooney, 21 for Robinson and Komet. We finally got a small breakout from Komet. He had four receptions on five targets for 49 yards. Robinson had seven targets, Darnell Mooney, eight. Seems like Justin Fields is starting to slowly get the mojo going. He's looking a little better week by week. We love to see that. New Orleans. And you're saying, why New Orleans? New Orleans didn't play this week. Well, everyone says, well, the bye week's here. The bye week's gone. What's going to happen in New Orleans? Is it still Kenny Stills? Are we really rolling out Kenny Stills? Is he going to be the guy you play in DraftKings because he's so cheap and he's attached to Jameis Winston? No, 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 no. No Kenny Stills this week, baby. We thought it was going to be Michael Thomas who was going to come off the PUP and play and be back. It's actually Traquan Smith. Traquan Smith is returning from the IR, from a hamstring injury. Michael Thomas is eligible to return, but per these Saints reporters, he's still a few weeks away. He hasn't done any football activity since January. He's been training, but he's just not... Uh, it's a sticky situation. I'm not holding out hope for Michael Thomas much. I still have him in the Scott Fishbowl. It still hurts me. The Scott Fishbowl team is completely obliterated. Jerry Judy, Michael Thomas... Kareem Hunt now, there's injuries, injuries, and in, in Hawkinson, Ugh, yuck. But for the same reason that I said to hold on and keep out hope for Marquez Calloway, you know the first four or five weeks I was saying, Callaway, ah, Calloway, I can't play him this week, can't play him, can't trust him, can't do it, can't do it. After the bye week, he's here, baby. After the bye week, is here. Marquez Calloway week, Traquan Smith week against the Seattle Seahawks on Monday night football. Now you can play Calloway. You can play Traquan Smith. Troutman, like we talked about before, completely has beaten out Juwan Johnson. It's about damn time. I am fully aware and fully ready for this New Orleans Saints passing game to expand outside of Kenny Stills and Deontay Harris. And it's time for Traequan to break out. It's time for Marquez Callaway to have that big 6-7 target game. It's time for Troutman to have a couple touchdowns. It's time. Be ready. Be ready. This is the week. Go get Traequan. Stash him in spots you can. trade for him. This is the last week you're going to be able to trade for these guys before they get this opportunity against the Seattle Seahawks this week. Oh, baby. Washington we've talked about this one on other airwaves Matt's talked about this one Jarrett Patterson he's the stash you got to have you got to have him if you haven't he had four and eight yards rushing in one game at Buffalo I know it was against Mac schools but you got to have Jarrett Patterson he's going to fill in just like Khalil Herbert did if Gibson goes down Gibson has that shin injury it's just it's does not look like it's going to get any better Ryan Fitzpatrick should be back in the next couple of weeks will he come back and get that job from Taylor Heineke I don't know. Today, there was a little bit of news about Deshaun Watson getting traded to Miami and Tua potentially going to Washington. I don't really know what's going to happen with that, but at the running back position, J.D. McKissick had 35 snaps, Antonio Gibson 22, 23 routes run for McKissick. Obviously, McKissick's the target dog in Washington, eight routes run for Gibson, nine targets for J.D. McKissick. Remember how McKissick ended 2020? Like, if you still need that guy, if you need that fill-in guy that's getting disrespected in every league and maybe the guy that has him in your league understands it, but a lot of people are scared to play McKissick because he doesn't get the rushing. This game, he actually had 8 for 45, Antonio Gibson 10 for 44. It's the receiving, though. That's where he gets all of his money. 8 for 65 in the air. This is how he ended 2020. 10, 10, 8, 14, 8, 10 targets. Like, he can do this. And with Gibson out, He's going to, even with Gibson in, he's going to still do this. This is what McKissick does. He was a receiver at Arkansas State. He's going to continue to do this week after week after week. And the receiving room is down in Washington. It's Terry McLaurin. De'Ami Brown came back this week, and that relegated De'Andre Carter. We were ready for De'Andre Carter. De'Ami comes back. I I love having De'Ami back. De'Ami, six targets, three for 20. Terry McLaurin, obviously the lead dog, four receptions on eight targets. And then Adam Humphreys is third. He's playing slot right now, two targets on 16 slot routes. Meh, it is what it is. This offense seems to be McLaurin, McKissick. And if Gibson's healthy, it's Gibson. And then uh, Ricky Seals-Jones is obviously filling in right where Logan Thomas left off. Go to underdogfantasy.com. Promo code UNDERWORLD gets $10 at deposit. You can go into their pick You can go into their weekly games. They have Thursday Night Rumble, the Battle Royale. You can draft new ball teams each week. Go into the Pickems, Lamar Jackson, over 312 total yards against Cincinnati. That's easy. Dearness Johnson, like I've talked about before, 60.5 rushing yards. Take the under on that against Denver. And then Noah Fant, I would go over 44.5 again. That was the super play last week on patreon.com forward slash carpentier NFL. So go over to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code UNDERWORLD and do that right now. Get yourself $10 for free. Put that on those three and win $60. You go to Baltimore, and I think the QB won right now. in in the rest of season fantasy is Lamar Jackson. I think it's pretty clear. I think Lamar Jackson's going above and beyond everybody's expectations of what we already thought he was. He's playing above and better than that. At running back, this is the rushing attempts for the Baltimore Ravens. Eight rush attempts for Lamar Jackson. Eight for Le'Veon Bell. Nine for Latavius Murray. Nine for Devonta Freeman. I looked up. I went at the Carolina Panthers-Minnesota Vikings game this week, and I looked at my phone about halftime, and I go, what is happening in Baltimore right now? Le'Veon Bell, Devonta Freeman, Latavius Murray all had rushing touchdowns against the Chargers. He's like, what are we doing here? So it's nine, nine, 8, eight completely a four-way rush share in, in Baltimore. 58 yards on the ground for Freeman, 44 on the ground for Latavius, 18 on eight carries for Bell, 51 on eight carries for Jackson. Ridiculous. Two targets for Murray and Freeman apiece. Murray looks like he goes down with a foot injury. I feel like Devonta is gonna be the guy that fills into that role. Maybe maybe Tyson Williams is active. Le'Veon Bell doesn't seem like there's a whole lot left in the gas tank there. That's actually kind of depressing. But the biggest news in Baltimore isn't the running backs. It's actually the one to stay away from probably other than if one guy's active and looking like right now Devonta Freeman might be the guy for a week or two. If you really need that fill, if you really need a deep one, Devonta Freeman feels like that guy. At receiver, other than Marquise Brown, It's actually Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman feels like he's coming in. He's going to be that alpha. 15% target share. Game number one. Four targets. Four receptions. 29 yards. Efficiency. Marquise Brown. Four for 35 on five targets. And then, of course, the main man, Mark Andrews. Five for 68 on six targets. You love that. And Devin DuVernay comes in with 14 routes and three targets. He looks good. He doesn't look great. He looks good. But Rashad Bateman's the biggest story. He's the biggest takeaway from here. We all remember the clips from August on Twitter. Bateman, he's just out here schooling Marlon Humphreys in practice, in minicamp. Bateman's legit. There's a reason he's best comparable to Stephon Diggs. There's a reason he has a 93rd percentile breakout age, or 98th percentile college target share. He dominated with Tyler Johnson at Minnesota. 4.43, pro day 40-yard dash, six foot one ninety. Not much I need to tell you. First-round pick. I mean, he is the dude... It's about time we're going to see it now. It's almost the end of October, and if you need Rashad Bateman on your rosters. If he's if he's free, if he happens to be free. Now, I know waivers ran last night, this morning, tonight. If Rashad Bateman's still out there and you don't have him, you're going to be mad in a couple of weeks when he's cemented himself as the number one option in this offense outside of Mark Andrews. Go to Houston. We talked about this one, but week number two, week number three, before he went down with an injury. Nico Collins is back. Nico Collins is off IR, and Nico Collins is healthy. 45 snaps. Brandon Cooks ran 67 snaps. 31 routes for Nico Collins, 40 for Cooks. Only one in the slot. Collins comes back, five targets, four for 44 yards. Brandon Cooks, obviously, 12 targets, nine receptions, 89 yards. These are the two dudes right now. Nico Collins, 31. Brandon Cooks, 40. Below that, it's Chris Moore with 29. He was targeted four times for a measly 14 yards this week. You really thought that last week was going to happen again? You really thought that was going to happen? Jordan Akins, tight end, 24 routes, six targets, four for 41. The two main pieces of this entire offense are Brandon Cooks Nico Collins. When they're out there, this is, like I said, I'm going to reiterate it again. What I said week two, week three, Josh Gordon of Cleveland. That's what Nico Collins is in Houston. The yucky situation. Think about a... Josh Gordon, Allen Robinson. He's smaller than these guys, about 15 pounds lighter than both Allen Robinson and Josh Gordon. But think about the Josh Gordon situation where Cleveland was just terrible for years. Terrible QB play. Then think about Allen Robinson, where he was stuck with terrible quarterbacks year after year. Blake Gabbard, Blake Bortles, mash these guys together. Allen Robinson, Josh Gordon. You can fight me on if you if you think the talent is there with Nico, but I think it is. He is a Phenomenal athlete, phenomenal prospect out of Michigan. Trust Nico Collins. He's going to get the targets. He's going to get the opportunities. We've seen Brandon Cooks can go down. I'm not saying he's going to, but imagine Nico Collins in the X role getting targeted 10 times a game. That would be just absolutely, oh, I can't even, he's an alpha. Just go get alphas. That's all you want. You can still get him in dynasty in spots where guys don't know what they have. They have him sitting on their taxi squad. They're like, yeah, this dude down in Houston. Houston sucks. I'm not going to play him. Throw him a little third and fourth round pick. I love that every day of the week. Let's go to tight end quick. We talked about tight ends the last few weeks. It's kind of been a feature on this show. Noah Fant. Denver got whipped against Las Vegas this week. But Noah Fant finally, finally, finally had that peak week. He finished as tight end number one on the week with over 100 air yards the last five weeks. 12.2 points, finished as tight end seven. 13.3 tight end seven. 3.5, half, half 5, and then this week, 24.7 fantasy points. Tight end number one, nine receptions on 11 targets, two in the red zone, 97 total yards, 92.2% snap share. we love this. Noah Fant, we said last week, just take the bull by the reins and go. And he did it. He did it. He's finally cemented himself as the number two option outside of Cortland Sutton. And then the comeback mode, yeah, we know. But Noah Fant, just getting that connection with Teddy Bridgewater, you love to see that. And then again, Pat Framuth, finishing as a tight end one in the top 12 for the second time in his first six career games. Another positive check mark. Juju was out. fryermuth like we said last week, please double your routes. Run more slot routes. Let's see it. I want to see the opportunities climb. Take it. He doubled his routes from week five to week six. He ran 20. And nine were in the slot. Nine were in the slot. That's exactly what we wanted. We needed that. Nine in the slot out of 20 total. Seven targets. Seven receptions. 58 yards seven for seven and 58 yards finished as tight in 10 12.8 fantasy points i know i'm like i'm i'm gushing over seven targets and and 12.8 fantasy points but juju's out he ties claypool and Najee harris for the second most targets on the team 777 and Deontay finishes with 13 we know dionte's the target hog but Freymouth pulling away targets from Najee claypool I mean, I'm just, I'm not there on Claypool. Some people are, some people think he's an alpha. I just totally don't think he is. But Friermuth has been pushed into this role where Ben loves throwing to him. Ben loves playing with him. It's Najee, it's Deontay, and it's Friermuth. Those are the three favorites. Pittsburgh loves Friermuth. You watched that game on Sunday Night Football. We all did, right? You finally got the game in prime time and you got to see Steelers, who they like, and Friermuth showed up seven for seven 58 yards and the crowd the best part I said this three weeks ago the best part about watching these Steelers games is when he makes a catch even if it's a three yard dump off down the middle he falls down the whole crowd goes moo fire move they, like they love it like it Ben said it feels like this is his new Heath Miller And that's such a positive, like even like when I think of Heath Miller, I think of like Dallas Clark. I think of Chris Cooley, all these dudes. I know Frymuth is a little bigger than all these guys, but that's what it makes me feel like he's going to be that dude. And that's just a consistency. That's a guy that's going to be a top 12 tight end year after year after year. You can look at Kyle Rudolph's stats, the same situation, just year after year after year, he just pump out these top 12 seasons. That's what Frymuth is going to be. And then Cole Komet, we talked about him a little bit earlier. He cracked the top 20 again in week six, first time since week number one. Seems like him and Fields are back on the same page. Two targets behind Robinson, three behind Mooney. Uh, it's it, it's finally there. Now to finish it out, I could tell you to stash Kene and Wangu. The Vikings are on bye this week. He's now active. The Vikings cut Amir Abdullah. So I could tell you that, or I could just wink at you. Scotty Phillips, because Houston, like, they're eventually, they're going to see what he brings to the table. They want to see what they have, and they're going to get tired of running out the dust bucket of Mark Ingram. He's just, dude, what are we doing here? Throw Scotty Phillips out there. He's an above-average athlete. Let's see what we got at running back. I want to see a couple hundred-yard games out of Scotty Phillips. But instead, what I'm going to tell you is Dawson Knox is currently a tight end five in fantasy. And a lot of people know that. Some people don't. But Dawson Knox broke his hand. He's going to be out for a few weeks, maybe two, maybe three, maybe four. We're going to see. But Tommy Sweeney's going to fit into the tight end role. That's a guy I'm stashing in those super deep fantasy leagues, super deep dynasty leagues, I should say. The 53-man league, I have Tommy Sweeney in. Gabe Davis, though. Gabe Davis is going to get an upstick. He's going to. Last year, Dawson Knox didn't do a lot. It was Gabe Davis. In this game, he got hurt very late. He even threw a two-point conversion late in the game with a broken hand. Just grit. You love. That's what we loved about Dawson Knox, the athleticism, the grit. But right now, they have him out indefinitely. He run 32 routes, six in the slot, and three targets, three for 25 Gabe Davis was right behind him. He had 15 routes, six in the slot, two targets, two for 25. That was late in the game, very late in the game, where they started pushing Davis up more and more and more. They were targeting him in key situations. I'm not going to start Gabe Davis right away, obviously, but he's going to fit more into that role. They're going to run more four wide with Davis than they did with Dawson Knox. Tommy Sweeney, though, if Dawson Knox is out for an extended amount of time, Tommy Sweeney is a guy you can add. You're probably not going to be playing him in season long at all, but in Dynasty, where you're going to need a couple tight ends, it's premium. Tommy Sweeney is a guy you can throw in there. Best comparable to Brent Selleck on playerprofiler.com, 6'4", 251. Just a big, big ogre out of Boston College. He didn't really do a lot at Boston College. 512 yards, 67 targets was his best season, 36 receptions, 32 receptions. He's 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 okay. He's not going to be a world beater. They do have Kahale wearing on the uh, practice squad there in Buffalo, so I like that. But at receiver, it's Diggs, it's Sanders, it's Beasley, and now Gabe Davis is the guy. He's probably free. Whatever season league you play in, that's a guy. If I have a big enough bench, I'm going to go get. That's the show. no, oh, no, 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 no Kenny Stills this week, baby.